My family loves to go camping every fall in Brown County. It's usually us and three or four other families, all Filipino. And I remember one time we went camping several years ago. It was dark and cold, and all of the kids were huddled up around the fire. And it occurred to us that we've never told ghost stories before. That's when the parents started telling us stories about creatures we had never heard of. Creatures from back home in the Philippines. Some were innocent and mischievous, like the duende, what we would call elves or goblins, or the capre, giant cigar-smoking tree trolls similar to Bigfoot. Others were pure nightmare fuel. There's the tikbalang, a tall, bony, humanoid creature with the head of a horse, the torso of a man, long sinewy legs, and blood-red eyes. Then there's the white lady of Balete Drive, a vengeful spirit dressed in white that haunts drivers in the misty night. Legend has it that a woman died on Balete Drive after crashing into a balete tree. Other stories say the woman was brutally raped by a taxi driver and left for dead on the side of the road. According to Filipino folklore, balete trees are known to lure spirits, which is why the white lady's spirit still lingers in the area. She appears to drivers in the mist along the side of the road. Sometimes she appears inside the cars of drivers. Locals know well enough not to stare into the rearview mirror when driving at night, out of fear of meeting the gaze of the white lady. And then, there's the Aswang. The name alone just gives me chills. I met up with my friends from the Filipino-American Association for their Halloween-themed meeting to learn more about the Aswang. Here's my friend, Francis Sebastian. The Aswang are by far the most prolific monsters in Filipino folklore. In fact, the term Aswang itself refers to various types of creatures that belong to this group. According to Spanish colonizers in the 16th century, the Aswang are the most feared monsters amongst the mythological creatures of the Philippines. Originally, Aswang are female ghouls, mostly described as vampire-like creatures that can change shape at will. It is difficult to accurately describe what an Aswang looks like because the description varies from region to region. A few similarities do state that these shapeshifters normally live as regular female townspeople, though shy, quiet, and mysterious. At night, Aswang take the forms of pigs, birds, or dogs and feast upon human body parts, namely the liver and the heart. The Aswang is said to have bloodshot eyes, an indication of their staying up all night in search of their victims. Aswang are an entire class of monster. They come in many different terrifying forms, but they all have one thing in common. They love the taste of humans. They prey on the vulnerable, the children, and the elderly. And some have an appetite for unborn fetuses. The most well-known type of Aswang is known as the Mananangal. Usually disguised as a female, the Mananangal sprouts huge bat-like wings and severs its torso from the rest of its body as it takes flight. Its name comes from the Tagalog word tangal, which means to separate. Mananangal roughly translates to one who separates itself. No one is safe from the Mananangal, especially expecting mothers. It lands silently on the thatched roofs of houses, and with its long, slender tongue, it drinks the unborn child as the mother sleeps, like a mosquito getting its fill of blood. 
It's easy to see how creatures like the Mananangal are used as a way to explain miscarriages and death. Much of the horror in these folktales is rooted deeply in Catholicism, which was introduced to the Philippines by the Spaniards in the 16th century. Many of these unholy creatures were thought to be the result of the death of an unbaptized child, which is a terrifying thought for Catholics. For example, the Tianak is an aswang that disguises itself as a newborn child. Born out of the death of an unbaptized baby, it seeks revenge on its mother, who failed to baptize it. Over time, these origins have shifted from not just the death of the unbaptized, but also the aborted. Today, many Filipinos hold a strong belief in these creatures and legends. Personally, I don't believe in them. But I do love these stories. They were part of our culture and collective oral history passed down through generations and generations. I asked some of the members of the Filipino American Association to share some of their scariest stories that were told in their families. Here's one from sophomore Kristen Kunanan. Uh, well, my cousin, she works as a nurse in the Philippines, and when she first started working, she worked in um, a ward in a hospital, which is just pretty much a lot of hospital beds and patients just like have privacy if they want curtains around their bed. And my cousin said that she was checking a patient one day, and this patient always has their curtains closed. So she went into the curtains, and she was just checking the patient, and the patient said, have you seen the batang aswang? And then my cousin said, I don't know what you're talking about. So the patient went on and was describing a child that had red eyes and would run around the ward and would stop in front of the bed of the patient that was going to die next. So my cousin, she just thought, oh, this lady's crazy. So she was just like, oh, that's funny. Like, oh, you're just telling me a scary story. Let me open up your curtain so you can have a new view. And then the patient started freaking out, was like, no, I'm going to see the Bakang Aswang if you do that. So my cousin left the patient. She went up to her other nurse friends and was telling them what just happened, was telling them the story of the Bakang Aswang. And then the other nurses were saying, oh, that's funny. My patients told me the same story. (laughs) So at that point, my cousin was starting to freak out, but she didn't really think anything of it. And then so the next day, she went to check another patient. This patient always kept their curtains open, but was sleeping at the time when my cousin was going to see them. When she got up to the bed, the patient opened her eyes, was just staring up at the ceiling, and said, huh, batang aswang, and then died the next day. The music in this piece was created by Mexup and Silver Process with a Creative Commons license. For American Student Radio in Bloomington, I'm Angela Bautista.